0: You are listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
1: My calculations are correct, and this baby hits eighty-eight miles per hour.
0: You're gonna see some serious shit.
1: Gotta say, Sam, not disappointed in episode two of Ash vs. the Evil Dead.
0: No, it just seems to keep on building what last week's episode did. Yeah, well, exactly.
1: As I loved, I love how it just like you know, it does a little recap and then just picks up right where the leap recap like ends. So it's almost I mean, like a continuous shot.
0: This one literally picked up with him having just gotten done beheading the demonic granny. yeah. And it's like, he's like, I got to go patch up some bullet holes in my trailer before I get on the road. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the one thing that I do kind of wish that they, w-
1: I mean, I understand what they're doing is like, you know, is they're they're building the story they're building word being introduced to everybody. Like we learned like this week, uh, you know, is, is we really understand now like, okay, this is the team that Ash is going to have. He's going to have that dude that used to, that worked with him, who is kind of a loner. And then that girl, Kelly, who in uh, episode- I think she's
0: going to be kind of like the grounding human presence on the show.
1: Yeah. Kelly's definitely going to be the one I forget the guy's name, but, uh, Kelly is definitely going to be the one who is who ash is going to bounce off of they're going to be they're going to be uh, butting heads <laughs> a lot at least that's the way it seems to that they're setting up uh but the one thing that i wish they were doing is i kind of want to see lucy lawless is you know is i like when uh she and bruce campbell team up and i would like to see them uh i would like to see her bring be brought into the story more
0: i think Third episode, you're going to start seeing her more. I think they're like you said. They're just slowly like developing all the characters and the story and the universe. Right, right. And so, b- I mean, and I got admit, one minor thing I didn't like. Uh, okay. And this is just it's such a stupid quabble, squabble to have with this, but he's kind of got the police after him now a little bit because there were like cops there doing like sketches, being like, "Have you seen this guy?" Yeah, and I'm yep. just like, dude. He's such a hero he's so above the law you can't touch him you don't need cops coming after him Well, but
1: that brings up a really good point is because you're going to have to address this issue because he is definitely beheading people yeah well he's i mean so is he's the reason why you can root for him is because he's killing deadites he's killing demons right but now it's like how are you going to incorporate this where the law is after him but you can't like have him fight the law because you need him to remain the good guy and you can't, you know, have uh you, you can't have the good guy like killing other good guys because from the cop's perspective, he's this this guy running now around with a chainsaw for an arm and a Cereal double killer. barrel.
0: Yeah, you know, exactly. I fought the law and the love one. Yeah. No, <laughs> you could have skipped that, Sam. Sorry. You, 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 you could have skipped that. Uh, but no, I mean like he could prove his point if when he lops somebody's head off, they keep their demonic looking face. But if their face goes back to looking human after he's destroyed the dead eye in him, he's going to have a long uphill battle to be like These guys were possessed and I killed them for a reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. But that's what makes him the hero is he does. He does his homework to make sure that he's about to kill a Deadite like we saw in episode two where uh, he were Kelly. we learned in episode one that the the girl Kelly her mom was dead in episode two she's alive and cooking dinner and uh, And is doing a really good job of blending in with the family until uh, until ash is able to call her out and uh, And bring out the 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 demon in her which was also really great is that they're sitting down at, at dinner and and he just is questioning her and questioning the mom over and over. And she's, she's and matching him questions. Exactly. She's her. getting everything right. And then he's just like one more question and then he just jacks her in the face and he, and like she comes up as a dead eye and I just love the line where he's just like, is some, yeah, told you yeah. sometimes it just takes a good, like, uh, what is it? Sometimes <laughs> it just takes one of the face to get the juices going. You know,
0: my, my favorite one is, oh, thank God I was right. I was going to feel yes, really bad. Yes. I was starting to feel like <laughs> kind of like a dick.
1: Yeah. That was great, uh, this is My Comic Life on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Jeff, and sitting across from me, as always, is Sam. We want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, let's see here. Check us out on Facebook. Just do a search for My Comic Life in the Facebook search bar. Uh, Sam, we have, we're have we really active on uh, on Twitter, but we were really good, and I'll admit it, we have kind of fallen by the wayside with our Instagram account. Uh, oh yeah. I was posting
0: need, a lot of pictures there for a we while. We
1: were, well, you were posting a lot of pictures of yourself.
0: No, of, of me and then of you. And then of us Yeah, yeah look I, at it. There's a fair number of you and me. I
1: think there's a lot more of you. Bullshit. No, because I think if you go back and you listen to certain episodes, you can tell that like, I am just like, you know, like trying to fill time and you know, and, and while like you're sitting there taking a fucking selfie. No, you yeah. know what you're talking about No, no, you can definitely hear it uh, so, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram Our handles on there are At mycomic underscore life uh, Sam, we do need to get better about posting pictures of uh, on, uh, on Instagram Maybe getting back
0: to periscoping just a little bit We Getting back to it We did it once Twice Twi- Do we really do it twice? Yeah, we racked up 54 viewers on our second periscope Yeah, well Really? Yeah Shit, maybe we should Alright, well Alright,
1: so Maybe we should also just, like, not say not say this on air and save this for <laughs> after the show so we don't board our listeners. Because uh, I don't think they came here to hear us talk about uh, uh, marketing ideas and promotional ideas. We're f- still f- looking f- for
0: corporate sponsors. F- for th-
1: that's right. Sam and I definitely sell our souls for very cheap. And don't forget, we'll also come crash your wedding. All you got to pay for is travel expenses. Uh, that includes food, lodging, and fuel. And uh
0: tell you what, I'll cover that's about it. I'll cover food, lodging, and fuel. You just invite me and Jeff to the wedding, period. Oh, oh, that was their big deal, but it has to be an open bar. You don't even have to have an open bar for me. So you can have Sam at like a discount
1: price. Me, I have standards, and my standards require an open bar. Sorry, folks, but I like to party. And I'll definitely be the life of your wedding. Uh so so our <laughs> services to crash your wedding are still up. Just message us on Facebook. Uh, should we actually talk about something that's related to uh, to what we, to what our show description is on
0: iTunes? Yeah, you know, I, I got this crazy theory that AMC may be trying to corner the zombie television market.
1: I can see where you're going with that. I think that more or less they're trying to corner the comic book market. I mean, really, let's, let, let, let's break this down for a second before we get into this. Is who are the major networks that are doing comic book TV shows? ABC,
0: Fox, CW. What is Fox doing? Oh, Gotham. Gotham.
1: No, yeah. Okay, so we got Fox, ABC, yeah. and CW. Yeah. And AMC. The, it's... I, CBS. I think we still need a little, we still need a little bit more time. I've been watching for the past three weeks in a row. Supergirl. Yeah. How's it, how's it been? Been holding up? It's been holding up to me.
0: I know that like, I keep reading like ratings drop, ratings drop, like ratings have been coming down a little bit.
1: Yeah. That's because CBS, we had this talk. CBS fucking doesn't do Hulu. They, 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 now they do offer they, they are the only cable network that offers their own standalone service. I think you pay like six ninety nine.
0: Yeah. We were talking about Star Trek coming on that. Yeah. Okay. So or you can just go on cbs.com, but do you not need to log in with the TV provider?
1: Mm-mm. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Then they need to fucking market it better because here's the deal is uh, like a lot of people, I feel like are now going are doing what I'm doing, and that is set top devices. So like I use my Xbox. So if there if I can't get an app for it on my Xbox or on my Roku in my bedroom, I'm not gonna watch it. That's why I don't watch any of CBS's shit because I don't even know if they have an app for it. But is but I'm not gonna pay six bucks solely for CBS shows. No,
0: you can go to CBS.com. It doesn't. Unlike Fox it doesn't ask you or ABC it doesn't ask you to sign in to watch new episodes. Okay,
1: but you know what if if you if if you're at the point where you're going to ABC or Fox's website to watch their shows just get a Hulu account. Uh, all so right? And then it's, it's all free. there.
0: Though, all you have to I thought is... you just said
1: you had to log in.
0: I mean, you have to log in with like a cable provider, but I mean, if you well, got... so so that's not free, oh, that, 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 that
1: is not free. You it's are logging free in for
0: me if you if you have someone's login and password.
1: There you go, but no, that is not free, <laughs> Sam. You're still paying for cable. It's Sam's just it's, a dirty pirate. Yeah, no, you're not a pirate, you're not pirate anything. I'm you're not mooching, yeah, you're mo- a fucking <laughs> mooch, is what you are. So, out of these four uh, networks, Fox, ABC. Uh, CW, CW and AMC. AMC is really, oh yeah. And w- NBC, you guys just give up. Just give up. All right. Like you got heroes, you f- the, which is only re- limited release. And I don't even, uh, li- I think they're only doing a limited number of, of, uh, episodes yeah, on they're, this relaunch. They're doing
0: like a mini series to see yeah, if it's going to I mean,
1: me. you guys fucking screwed the pooch with Constantine. I 100% blame NBC for the failure of By Constantine. By the way, Arrow was on Constantine. A- Constantine heard. was on
0: Arrow last week. I'm still not going to watch Arrow. So. Ratings went up.
1: See? But no one bought the show. We're already past that point. All the, all, everyone that was involved with that show has been released from their contracts. They shopped it around after NBC dropped it. No one picked it up. Ray
0: S- Network has picked it up and reruns. Well,
1: yeah, okay. Yes. But let's be very careful with how we phrase this. Ray Network has picked up Constantine and they are the only place on TV where you can see the reruns of Constantine. No, it is not been in their picked pre- Yeah, as I was about to say, in their press release, they were very quick to mention that like, hey, there are no new episodes in production. This is strictly the original that ran on NBC. You know, uh maybe we could see it be revived from the dead. We have seen this before. I mean, Fox did it with uh with Family Guy and uh, what was another one uh, besides heroes? Uh, 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 the one with the 24.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And X-Files is coming back And X-Files and no, twin peaks. There we see. Boom. So
1: Constantine still has hope. But so, um, but so AMC is definitely out of all these, the dominating force. And that's, and that's because of walking dead.
0: And they're starting to add more comic book shows. Like we just saw the trailer for, for preacher, preachers, uh, development.
1: and now we have another show that is being developed. Uh, and this one is also like, it's a new story, but it's from a very familiar name. So we have George Romero's, uh, New, he has a new comic out. I think it was like a sixteen issue run, or was it a six issue run, or sixteen? Uh, I can't, I can't really remember. Um, but it's uh, his comic, Empire of the Dead,
0: fifteen issue miniseries. Okay,
1: so it was fifteen issues. Okay, so his his fifteen issue miniseries, Empire of the Dead, has been in develop or has been in pre production in some sort of developmental phase making the transition from comic book to TV for a little bit now. But now we know that AMC is like, yeah, we're going to fucking make it. So
0: AMC... We're we'll going to have three comic book shows on there. W- Walking Dead, Preacher, and uh, if they go ahead with this one, okay. this will be the I third thought, one. I thought
1: you were going to say Fear the Walking Dead. and it's going to be like, eh, not eh. Oh, shit, totally forgot about that one. Yeah, and like Fear the Walking Dead, like I have... Eh, like i get why you would label it as a comic book tv show because it's ba- i mean it's a spinoff of the walking dead which its source material is a comic book but as robert kirkman has been very vocal about is nothing that happens in fear of the walking dead will show up in the comics or vice versa so like even though it's source material is a comic i don't know if you would you still count that as as a uh, as a comic book tv show sam
0: it's sort of that like gray because it's, it's yeah a, it really it's is like a spinoff.
1: It's a spinoff of a comic book TV show, yeah. But now its main source material is a TV show, not a comic book. But it's still the same universe that this comic book developed. Gosh. Life as a nerd can be hard sometimes. Contemplating these complex things, it's like trying to do time travel, man, it is. That or like math. Yeah, hate math. It's fucking hard. So, uh, so Sam, for those of us uh, who aren't a hundred percent familiar with this uh what exactly is uh empire of the dead
0: because okay empire dead is not gonna be like another walking dead retread here okay
1: which is which is very very like good news to hear because you just don't want to see copycat over and over so it takes
0: place in new york city Mm -hmm. the zombie apocalypse has happened new york city is quarantined off right now Like, you you can't get out of it, which would actually be... Okay, so... so That's actually, like, a very believable scenario, kind of like a la Batman. If you you, you blew all the bridges... Exactly. Nobody's getting out. Uh, But it's not just zombies in there. It's humans, zombies, and vampires all kind of fighting for dominance in New York City. And I'm not saying that these zombies are sentient by any means, you know. But, I mean, like, there's a sizable vampire population that has erupted out of New York City along with humans. And they're all... they're so, all stuck in there together cuz i understand so wait what type of zombies
1: are we dealing with here these could be runners because like cuz i understand you know vampires they're always you know intelligent creatures and like have a conscience and like you know yeah. like like humans but zombies we have so many different types now, it, so it's saying that they aren't like. Uh, I'm trying to think.
0: They're they're saying like this is like a new breed of zombie. Now I'm trying one, to think of the horror. The, there was an 80s horror movie, and it was one of
1: the first ones that like had uh, that had talking z- zombies in it.
0: Oh, oh my gosh! It takes it, place at a cemetery. Yeah, it was like Return um, of the Living Dead or something like Night of the Living Dead 2.
1: Yeah, like it, like, it, it, like this it, gas what? breaks
0: out over this town and Yes, yes, yes Like, I don't think it was part no, of No, I don't think these will be talking zombies Romero's never had talking zombies But in Land of the Dead uh, you start to see zombies evolve a little bit, and like one toward the end of the film picks up a gun, and he kind of has yeah. like a dead limb. Yeah, you're but abs- he but he starts kind of learning a way to shoot the gun. Well, right, like he, yeah, like y- you could definitely tell there was a thought that went yeah. through his head of like, no, so oh, I, mean, I can use this. Yeah, so I mean, you may see evolving zombies along those lines. What I'm kind of fascinated to see is is if a zombie bites a vampire, since the vampire's already dead, does the oh, bite affect them? Or not, and can a zombie feed off or can a vampire feed off a zombie and be okay? That's a lot of good questions. And like because like if
1: that is a fucking great question. If you have a zombie vampire hybrid, which I have obviously Sam and I haven't read the series. I might actually look at it. I was about, about to say I'm bit. looking at read. well this looks like one that like i I might wait and get the trade for. Yeah. Um because how cool would it be to have that hybrid of a zombie vampire and then it's like do, do i do, do i cut its head off or do i hit it with a stake in the heart like just what, burn the fucker what? just set him on fire well but if it's a zombie like you have to wait for that fucking fire to reach its you know its head before it's destroyed so then you have a walking uh, a walking fireball essentially so so fire might not be the best best bet can uh, you, you're more familiar with the vampire side of things because of true blood and, and y- Buffy tw- and tw- tw- twilight, twilight, Sam, Sam, twilight, <laughs> folks, you cannot see the look on his face, but the look on his face definitely 100% indicates that yes, Sam is a fun or
0: a fan. I'm not a fan. I've just happened to, s- I've, I've seen them all through voluntarily favors owed. Uh, the last one I watched voluntarily just cause I was like, fuck it. How does this end? The first five people were like, I'll pay for your ticket just come see it with me and I was like okay, free movie but, but a waste of your two hours that you'll never get back. This is what I'll say the storyline sucks but the fight scenes were pretty cool. know uh, I came
1: in on my dad watching uh, like I'd rather have like come, like walked in on my dad watching porn but like I walked in and he was watching what was the one where uh, where Kristen Stewart actually gives birth?
0: Oh, that was like number four
1: yeah like I came in and like it was that's like one of those scenes and my dad was like this movie's fucking stupid as shit why are they sparkling and then I just looked I was like well then why the f- why are you watching this and he's like but well Jeff- I'm kind of interested in see what happens here I'm just like what the fuck dad like- yeah
0: same thing happened to me but the show you were originally wanting to talk about aside from true blood and Buffy would have been vampire diaries that you yes know I that watched. was
1: that was it so but I've already forgotten where I was going with that. You had a
0: question about the oh, vampire yes, yes, mythos yes, yes, for me. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, if you destroy the vampire's head, does it does it grow back, or do you ha- you and you? No. Have to if
0: you if you behead a vampire, it's it's dead.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so so okay. So then that would be the best bet for a hybrid vampire zombie. Yeah. Is is to uh, destroy Ooh, the brain? That would be kind of cool to
0: see on TV. Too. I know,
1: and that's what I'm kind of hoping is in this comic. Once again, going to have to pick up the trade. But, but so, if the
0: zombie walked in the sunlight. As a hybrid would Oh it, fuck, another great question. Would it would it burn up and die or would the zombieism protect it? And if it was originally a
1: zombie then turned into a vampire, like what's the dominant strain there? Is it more zombie than vampire? Like is it like I mean I don't, like I don't know. You look forming a thought.
0: No, I just like I got like the Keanu Reeves like whoa, oh, oh, okay, type, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> type thing
1: like Bill and Ted like whoa. You don't have to do that face. That is what you look like normally. Whenever you're thinking,
0: yeah, Sam, they can't see you. Stop, stop doing it. <laughs> so uh, stop thinking, Sam. So, so. Yeah. You know, AM, cool
1: premise. I mean, yeah, humans, very vampires, cool and
0: zombies locked in a quarantine Manhattan.
1: You know, and it, and it's and I like the fact that it is not a uh, an exact copy of uh, of the Walking Dead because I
0: mean, yeah, they're they're still trying to cash in on like the Walking well, Dead. Well, yeah, Bang. I mean, they're
1: definitely going to be the zombie go to network. You know, AMC is. Uh, and just like it just like just like CBS I have an issue with uh, AMC of how they release their shit too. Me and you both. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you should be able to log into their website cuz you need a TV provider for
0: that. Oh. Cool. Didn't know that. No, they weren't <laughs> they weren't very streaming friendly at first AMC. No, no. They may have changed that, but for a while there I, I was trying to watch Walking Dead on streaming and couldn't. Yeah. So, uh, as we get more
1: information about, uh, about this new show, we will definitely, uh, keep you updated. But so right now in development over there at AMC is George Romero's, uh, I already went on to the empire next story. of the Thank dead. You. I already went on to the next story. So cool, man. Some of us
0: actually remember things.
1: Well, I, I forgot what I was going to say to that.
0: Uh, so, uh, keeping it along the lines of TV.
1: Yes. It FX
0: is, and Marvel have struck a deal.
1: Yes. And, uh, you know. It was it was funny as I was as uh, on the editing bay last night. Uh, Joe always like asks, you know, hey, what are you guys talking about on on my comic life this week? And I mentioned like, oh yeah, FX and Marvel had reached a deal where they're gonna co-produce two new series, uh, you know, for for the FX network. And Joe was like, oh great, is it part of the MCU? And I was like, no, because it's gonna be based off of X Men characters. And he and he immediately, Joe immediately went like. Oh. okay and like I had the complete opposite reaction because yeah, well, it's like uh, whoa whoa whoa! wait a minute do you not understand what this means is is Fox and Marvel are fucking talking and like coming to agreement like well, uh, there's, oh, okay okay there's
0: actually a story behind this
1: oh shit Sam will uh, people get your popcorn uh, get your blankets it's story time <laughs> Sam what is the story behind this
0: originally the rumor was that Fox and Marvel were coming together and Marvel was being like okay yes you can make a TV show based off these properties, but we want Fantastic Four back.
1: Oh, that was Marvel's?
0: Now, I've since heard that that rumor has been shot down, and it's not true. God, I hope I'm wrong. And I ho- hope I. I, I, I d- really d- hope that Foxes or Marvel's like, w- we'll give you he- well, w- what's going to be called Hellfire Club and Legion four Fantastic Four coming back into the fold of Marvel. Yeah, you know... That's what the whole speculation that the reason Marvel was like, yes, we'll give you these because we want this. You know who else really hopes that, uh, that that rumor is true? Joe? No.
1: Every fucking person attached to the Fantastic Four movies that are locked in for another two goddamn movies. That's who really hopes this rumor is true. And I could see it being because Fantastic Four comic wise has been a very successful property for marvel over the I years. What did read?
0: I think I read somewhere that Fantastic Four cost Fox in total a billion dollars. Fuck. Like me. they lost.
1: That makes sense, man. You look at production value, then you then you look at marketing and then and then international, yeah, distribution. Like you are definitely not going to make any fu- like like there have been several movies that have bombed at the box office and then made their money back once DVDs came out. This is not the case. Fox you better come up with another movie that does extremely well to make hope, up. You better for hope this
0: X Men: Age of Apocalypse can help you buy the chunk out of the debt you got God, into. But
1: so a billion dollar loss. God, fuck me, man! And what's stupid is they could have saved all that money is if they just would have made the movie and shelved it. They would have been. They would have. Uh, gotten their copyright and their rights of usage back and then would have saved a shit ton of money
0: so getting getting sidetracked here but feeling justified nonetheless universal has pulled jim and the holograms after two weeks of release no shit yeah because it made next to nothing no i
1: think it made less i think it i, I want to say at the most it made like 1.29 opening weekend yeah now but and i think the budget was only like five million but, yeah, people were just not having it.
0: Yeah, people are... Well, the pro- certain people are claiming that Universal did this for, like, an insurance scam because they're... What? You can take out, like, an insurance policy if on a movie. If my movie
1: sucks ass, you will pay me to
0: recuperate my losses? Yeah, you can you can insure a movie for more than it's worth.
1: Then why the fuck did Fox do that with Fantastic Four? You're telling me that several, <laughs> several Fox executives looked at the Fantastic Four movie and was like... Oh, we'll make our money back for sure.
0: It's just like the producers, man. Remember, they make more money with a bomb. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because because they they insured the play for more than than it's worth. You know that? Wow, wow. We are experienced. So they insured it. This is no like I have two friends online that are that are claiming that the, Universal did this to recoup some money in in, in insurances. I have no. Solid source on this, so don't quote me. I see. I don't. This is just nerd, you know, speculation. Yeah, rumor. nerd, nerd speculation. Because,
1: because also, like, if that was the case, because here's the other thing. Then why the fuck didn't Disney do that with Tomorrowland
0: or John Carter on Mars? Yeah, which was actually a good movie, it just got marketed the wrong way.
1: Yeah, I was about to say is like there's a difference between a good movie marketed bad and then just like a bad movie. And Tomorrowland was just a bad movie. Go back and listen to uh, at our Joe's and ours uh, afternoon delight episode on that on the uh, Editing Bay channel at uh, NextWave Radio. But hey, getting com.
0: back on topic, what- way to go, Sam, bringing it back. What are FX and Marvel joining together to well, do? Well, you
1: already said one of them is uh, is Hellfire the, Club, the guy, and you seem to be more familiar with this. Uh, so, I do okay so then why don't you tell us what hellfire is about
0: hellfire is like a secret society of really rich mutants that uh, try to recruit other affluent mutants and they try to like you know like overturn like government are these privileged lands? like
1: like okay f- yeah. a- a- so it's kind of okay and like if, if, if you live outside of the DFW area this won't make much sense but, uh, so it's kind of like they're mutants that live in the park cities. Yeah. Okay. If and you, I mean, if, like if you live out of the DFW area, that's like, the rich neighborhood. They all take
0: on like cheesy names of like chess players, so, you know, so you have like the white king and like the bishop. And I mean, one of them is oh. like a well-known X-Men. Her name is Emma Frost. She always wears, well, wears a white corset. Well,
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. They all,
0: they all dress in like suits and corsets. And I mean, like Emma,
1: for, I mean... Emma Frost, yeah, I mean, I mean she, like they, she, she's they a use their powers character. to try
0: to like you know like influence markets, you know, topple countries. But then like. they
1: come back home and they have their butler serve them tea. Yeah. See, I don't mind it with Bruce Wayne because, like, because he fucking lost his parents. All right, you know, like the 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 guy suffered. I don't. I don't want to see a
0: story about a bunch of rich, privileged kids like it's not kids I mean like they're like adults okay that kind of makes it a little bit better like picture like the cast of Mad Men if they had mutant powers and m- all had money so they're also gonna like just like really be mean to women <laughs> like no women are considered equal they uh, actually recruited Jean Grey into the Hell Club or into the Hellfire Club for a while when she was a uh, dark Phoenix okay Okay, uh, and so, this show is going to take place in the 1960s. What I'm wondering
1: is why did they need um, Marvel
0: in on this? Because th- these because, are these are based Elfire off. Of- Club is a spinoff, or well, is a subgroup that came up in the X Men.
1: But so was Deadpool, and Fo- and due to the rights that Fox had uh, with the X Men. That's how they're able to do Deadpool, because Deadpool fell Maybe underneath Marvel that. Maybe Marvel locked
0: down the rights to Hellfire after after That's after what Deadpool. I'm trying
1: to. That's what. That's what this article doesn't explain. And if someone does know this, please go to our Facebook page and let us know. Uh, because yeah, is if it, because in this article they're even saying that that there are going to be popular X Men characters from the X Men series. They like, have like th- Emma Frost. Well, they officially haven't released which characters will be in it. But, I mean, if you're saying that she was a prominent character in the comics, then that makes sense that she would be in it. But Emma Frost is under Fox because she's part you know, her time. She ties. showed up
0: in X-Men First Class. Exactly.
1: So th- that's what I'm trying to figure out. I was like, why, where is Marvel getting involved with this? Don't get me wrong. Very happy that Marvel and Fox are talking.
0: Yeah, it's not the TV show I kind of wanted, but I'll still watch it.
1: I mean, just because, like, just because, like, the MCU, Marvel has done a really great job with that but they are missing a lot some gaps because they don't have X-Men and
0: like I think you know Marvel's, Spider-Man. Well, now they do. Marvel's first foray into like an X-Men style TV show should have been Generation X. It's like a bunch of like mm, teenage kids like living at the X-Mansion learning to like develop their powers, which I know is a lot of the premises of what X-Men was. Right. But and these I- kids are kind of more punky and emo-y and I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I can see why, because
1: then that also allows you to develop a longer and have a longer series going, because you can follow yeah. these from, like, Generation to Generation X teenagers. would
0: have had more like a CW feel to it's, it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and those shows run for fucking ever, man.
1: Yeah, but so, either way, just happy that they're talking. Okay, so back to this. So, uh, hell, uh, the Hellfire series co- is... takes
0: place in the 60s. You have an FBI agent that uh, kind of stumbles upon the Hellfire Club and their plans for world domination. And oh, so they're bad guys? Yeah, the Hellfire Club, bad guys. Oh. Did you not hear me say that they topple governments, like, con- try to control markets and manipulate people's minds to, like, do their bidding?
1: Sam, you know that whenever you talk, I tune in and out,
0: all right? Well, yeah, the Hellfire Club, <laughs> bad guys. Okay, okay, okay. And now you got an FBI agent trying to stop them.
1: That's interesting that uh, a very young Fox Mulder. <laughs> that that's also interesting that they're going with the premise where the TV show is going to be like from the bad guy perspective. You know, is there anything in the comics that like where it's like they're the bad like they're more anti heroes or are they just straight up? bad?
0: I mean, you could you could ride them as anti heroes, but I mean, basically they're straight up just assholes. Like
1: like you would have to have a really strong argument of like you know like Deadpool anti hero
0: but you can view, but it's no. very
1: easy to be like, no, this is why he's an anti-hero.
0: The, the hellfire club is a bunch of rich aristocratic people who think like society is beneath them.
1: Oh man. I just hope, I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to see like, because t- if that's the premise of the hellfire club, then I just want to see these people get killed off every episode and then the series is going to be over. That just sounds fucking annoying to watch. I hate that. And like, you're not well, going to give it you're, time, but you're not going to you're not going to keep viewers around for a TV show. It's like, oh, let's watch that show where the main characters are the people we fucking hate and root against. And then nothing bad happens to them.
0: Wait, Are you telling me that there's never been a TV show where you've rooted for the bad guy? Uh, well, I guess Breaking Bad, but he had cancer. He got
1: over it. But
0: it didn't. It? He dissolved a guy in a bathtub,
1: but that's because he had cancer. That was still cause you're talking season one shit there. All right. And it was full blown and he needed a place to cook. So, you know, and he needed Jesse. So it, he had to Sam. There were no others. There were, there was no other way out of, out of, out of, out of that scenario.
0: And we got, we had Hannibal on TV for a while.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch that one, you know, but that, that's a, that, that's a really good strong point because Hannibal, at least from the, the movie side, no redeeming factors whatsoever.
0: And you know, I don't watch this show. This guy is supposed to be pretty bad. Do you got the blacklist, uh, or is he kind of falling in the anti-hero category? Like, like
1: I stopped watching it. Um, uh, but from my understanding, the premises, he was a bad guy, like on the FBI's most like wanted list. And turn voluntarily turns Uh, himself in but he voluntarily turns himself in to work with this new FBI agent uh, and uh, because it has he had something to do with her
0: past well I'll tell you beyond the hellfire club the second show yes sounds really I mean I I know who the character is right but but also bringing this to screen is gonna be utterly good fucking luck man
1: yeah like because this is also another thing where it's like we're following a bad dude
0: the show is called Legion. It follows Professor X's son. That was his mutant name he was given. Mm-hmm. It finds out that, first of all, everybody says you're diagnosed schizophrenia. Turns out that that's not. That it's actually his mutant power developing, and he can take on multiple personality and character traits, which could be cool, you know, because you can take on, like, the trait of, like, a wrestler or, like, a superhero and, like, stop bank robberies, you know? But what
1: happens with one uh, of his multiple personalities take over?
0: one of them if one of them's like it is in the comic books uh he goes psychotic hates his father and, and tries to kill him spoiler alert in one storyline does successfully kill him did we mention that he was professor x's son yeah, and that so in and scenario. he's also got some strong like telepathic and mental abilities along the line of professor x okay okay so uh so these out of out of all the deals FX could have struck with Marvel they're like we're going to go with your rich mutants trying to influence the world and, and a kid with multiple personalities that disorder. kills
1: professor X.
0: Yeah. And this is what we want to turn into TV shows. You know, they gotta, if,
1: they gotta have some clever
0: writing you know, if this for works, us to root for the bad guy. If this guy. works and these shows are good, awesome. I'm on board.
1: No, no, you're absolutely right. And and I hope that's what happens, but you got, like I said, you got to have really fucking clever writing to get someone to watch a show and root for the bad guy. You know, I already hate the fucking premise of the first one, hell, what? Up, Hellfire hell Club. Fire. I already fucking hate that premise, man. I just because I hate people like that. Uh, so fuck. Okay. All right. So so. This, but but once again, at least Fox and Marvel are talking to each other, and maybe this might lead to something like that we have seen Marvel and Sony be able to do. Yeah, like, you know, share the rights of Spider Man. Exactly. So although, like, I really think. Marvel did kind of get a
0: little bit of screwed in
1: that deal. But, okay. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on now to uh, the... Let's actually talk about the source material for uh, what all these shows Comics. are. Comics. Uh, Sam, you were it was really funny. You were really confused about this. Yeah, you know,
0: I walked in and I was like, I bought issue one of the new Deadpool series and what the fuck, man? Right, so the new
1: Deadpool series really really at least from what I've seen from issue one of both of them is tying into the uncanny avengers storyline both are being written by jerry duggan by the way
0: is uncanny avengers out right now or is- yes
1: both both uncanny avengers number one and deadpool number one are out right now and deadpool number one is definitely taking over uh, or, or is picking up with storyline that has happened in uncanny Avengers. So an uncanny and uncant in
0: uncanny Avengers, that's the
1: one I'm talking about is, you know, the Avengers have kind of, you know, there's been, there's been a lot of a lot of, uh, mistrust between humans, mutants and inhumans. And so they form a special Avenger league, uh, and I forget what it's called. It's not called the Uncanny Avengers, but like it's a special task force that incorporates humans, inhumans, and mutants, and they bring them all together. And Deadpool, if you've been following any of his stuff, has always been like, you know, whenever he gets the chance, like, and he teams up with like someone who was, who has been associated with the Avengers. He's always been like, so does it make me an Avenger? My Avenger now, and so finally, like now he officially. While he's not like the main Avengers, like he is technically an Avenger because he is working with, you know, with, uh, with, um, with their group. Now here's the deal though. Tony Stark is no longer funding the Avengers. And so what we see is the reason why the uncanny Avengers are sticking around is because, because Mark, because what they're doing is they're holding up a mirror to what's happening in real life and that is deadpool now has become the biggest fucking thing in the world and yeah, uh, how did he get so much money it, well because, because because uh the uncanny avengers uh headquarters it was an old abandoned uh theater in the middle of new york and so deadpool turned the lobby into a gift shop Yeah I know Because in Deadpool 1 it. They go there Right right but, but, And so in Uncanny Avengers Like you see him And like He fills it With nothing but Deadpool merchandise And so like With the new ca-
0: Was like So like he's <laughs> Sorry take- I just think of Spaceballs now <laughs> yeah,
1: Spaceballs The cereal Spaceballs The
0: flamethrower The kids it love it, it. Yeah Yeah uh,
1: <laughs> so Deadpool, the flamethrower, that just also made me think of my other favorite scene where there, he's like, comb the desert, found anything yet? We ain't found shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh taking this God. too literal, sir. No. Yeah. Like, no, comb, he's like, like comb the desert. desert. We're combing the, the desert. desert. <laughs> God damn. I you can't go. tell Jeff and I are both ADHD. I fucking and love spaceballs. <laughs> God job. damn. I love space balls. Uh, come on, Rick. uh whatever your name is Rick Moranis. Moranis please come back so they can do his baseball but too. getting
0: back to Deadpool
1: way to go man thanks for getting me on track there um God. Okay, so yeah so Deadpool opens a gift shop and he's become the like you know the new Tony Stark where he's like the biggest name on the team and he's just selling all his shit and then in Deadpool number one they're playing off of that and Deadpool has uh is like you know is he has started his own Mercenaries
0: for Hire business. Called Heroes for Hire, which pisses off a full, you, you, the guy you, who founded Heroes for Hire, Luke Cage. Uh, yeah, a little Mr. Luke Cage who's really pissed. Which led to the funniest panel in the comic where he calls up Matt Murdock and he's like, just this once, just give me Punisher's phone number. And, and, and Matt... Yeah, he's
1: like, oh, let's just... Yeah, do Matt's that's like, that's like that's
0: you know what, I'm, I'm typing up a cease and desist order, don't worry. And he goes, no, give me yeah. Frank's phone number yeah. right now. So, so... And How fr- does this lead to the spinoff of Well,
1: so so in February, we are getting a new mini-series, a five uh, yeah, five issue miniseries, uh which is entitled Deadpool uh Deadpool and the Mercs for More Money. And this is going to uh be directly derivative from the main Deadpool storyline, the solo storyline.
0: So all those Deadpools we saw in Deadpool 1 are going to be a part of uh, Deadpool Mercs Those for money. are going to
1: be the Mercs for Money. Uh, you know.
0: And then where is the main Deadpool storyline going to well, go? Well, you see,
1: that's the thing that I was about to say. Is so what this tells me is, even though in the Uncanny Avengers number one and Deadpool number one, they seem to be playing up to Deadpool and his rise in popularity. So to me, it sounds like that they're still going to have Deadpool's, uh, mercs for hire, but in the main storyline, take a little bit of a back road and maybe something I'm assuming that something will come up and that Deadpool will be like, all right, I got to go take care of this shit and be on my own. And that's where the story will go. That's what I'm assuming because Jerry Duggan, when, when he and Brian Posehn were writing the 2012 run, I think it was 2012, 2012, 2013 run is, is they took Deadpool on a really emotional ride. And like you saw Deadpool in ways you hadn't seen him before, like just break down emotionally. And so I wouldn't be surprised if Duggan he I I, I hope that he that that he wouldn't just copy that same formula, but he is definitely taking Deadpool to different places. And so I could see him writing something that takes them to a different place that leaves the mercenaries uh, for hire behind. And then that's when this book comes into play, which is going to focus on Deadpool and his interactions with the mercenaries for hire. So, in uh, yes, in February of 2016 uh, is when is when issue number one of Deadpool and the Mercs for Money uh, comes out. And I am
0: super. They should have just called it Deadpool to search for more money. Yeah, pretty much. That would have been so happy. That would have
1: been great. So, so I'm hoping that uh, that Uncanny Avengers and uh, and Deadpool are going a different route and don't keep focusing
0: on like this, like you know. S- well, you convince me. I'm gonna go pick up Uncanny Avengers number. You one definitely should tomorrow, so it, I can it, figure out what the it, is is going because on. is
1: because like I said, issue two for both comics hasn't come out yet, so I don't know if the stories will still intertwine. But issues number one of both of those uh, intertwined. Now, here's the part that I'm also really excited about, uh, for, uh, for this, uh, Deadpool, the Mercs for more money is who they're bringing in to write it. And they are bringing in one of my favorite writers for Deadpool, uh, uh, Mr. Colin Bunn. Mr. Colin Bunn, he is the one who wrote Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, Deadpool kill illustrated and Deadpool kills Deadpool. He is, he, he is a fantastic comic book writer. I really, I'm, I'm reading uh, his Dark Horse comic, uh, Harrow County, which is an amazing, amazing, uh, like just like ghost story type comic book that is. Oh my God, I'm just in love with it. Uh, so he's coming back and he is writing this five issue story arc, and that right there sells me. Well, the fact that it was Deadpool sold me. Uh but uh but that right there tells you that this is also going to be a well-rounded story because I've yet to read anything by Colin Bunn that sucked. You know, whether it was for Deadpool or another project. Every fucking thing I've read by this guy has been amazing. Oh yeah, he before they canceled uh, Moon Knight, they got rid of Moon Knight. Uh, when they reset the Marvel Universe. Those bastards! I know. He started writing Moon Knight, and it was amazing. Like, definitely took a turn upwards. I hope they bring it back. Uh, But so... So, Deadpool, The Mercs for Money, coming out this February, February 2016, written by none other than Mr. Colin Bunn. So, uh, definitely be on the lookout for that one uh, when it comes out. Finally, today, uh, one for... I definitely think that if, if we have some younger, uh, listeners, they may not understand this and may not get, get Eita it, Joe's
0: eat it. <laughs> Joe's. Sorry. Uh,
1: so, uh, so mystery science theater 3000 is, oh, wait, wait.
0: let me put this in line for the young ones. If you ever have listened to a riff tracks, yes. If you ever heard of riff
1: tracks or c- uh, cinematic Titanic. Uh, they don't have anything to do with mystery science theater or but it's the, same but guys. It's the same concept or, or if you've ever been to a uh, pancake uh, theater at Alamo is, you know, or even going as like far, if you're a Doug Benson fan and you've been or heard of the Benson interruption, all of these things that of people riffing on movies, all of these pretty much stem from yeah. mystery science theater 3000.
0: You know how did this get made, or any other podcast like that that riffs on a movie? Yes. I would say it all started with Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Yes,
1: yes. Like while they may not follow the exact same formula, the concept is still the same. And so, Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand was a show that started out on basic cable and then got picked up. I remember say, watching it on the Sci-Fi it, yeah, channel. Yeah, I watched it on Sci-Fi I,
0: late on weekends. Right,
1: it, but and I think they because I the two channels I remember being on was sci-fi and comedy central. And I don't know which one it was on first. I just remember watching the bulk of it on sci-fi, but I don't know if those were reruns or new shows, but so anyways, it was the show was on in the, was it the early nineties? Yeah. I
0: would say yeah, mid '90s. Er- I, I would say even like when I was in high school, like I was catching reruns. I mean, I'm talking like midnight, 2 a.m. like reruns yeah, yeah, coming on like yeah. Sci-Fi or Comedy central. Um
1: But so so anyway, so it was a show where you know they these guys wa- were in space. There is yeah, is is they were spent they were sent to space by a mad scientist. I forget the guy's name. And that was their punishment. That's what this guy's punishment was.
0: They had to watch a review bad movies.
1: Well, no, he just had to sit through these bad movies. And he got bored. And so he builds all these different robots to keep him company on the spaceship, you know. And uh, it was started by Joel uh, Hodson. And then later uh, he left the show and uh, Kevin Murphy, uh, uh, Kevin, yeah, it was Kevin Murphy, I think, that filled in for him. Uh, the, it took over the show and so he left the show and you know I think I think he maybe he did start cinematic cinematic Titanic. Maybe that was him. Uh but anyways, you know, left the show and now uh Joel Hodson is back and he is doing a Kickstarter to try to get Mystery Science Theater three thousand up a uh, It's a little and, pricey and Kickstarter Well, so here's the thing is first of all we should mention because I watched the kickstarter video is there are no networks that are involved in this so even if he does reach his Kickstarter goal is it's like, there's still the question of how are you are going to distribute it? And he's even said like, maybe, maybe someone does pick it up. Maybe it is just on internet. I mean, I, mean, I
0: would, I would watch it again. I mean, on I mean, a, yeah. on a network. I mean,
1: look at what Alan Tudyk and uh, Nathan Fillion did with con men is that is on uh, that you pay 15 bucks. You get the whole season. I think it's the whole season and you can only watch that on Vimeo. So, you know, it's no, no,
0: but I'm saying like, if like F X X or like, uh, comedy central, like, Hey, every Friday at 11, Dude, we're F X X. Oh my gosh. F this would be perfect in line well, with F X X. Well, but also
1: is like, you know, it's like, I understand that they have shit like American horror story and artwork or is American Horror story on no, FX
0: FXX is more focused on comedy. Like, okay. So they have like Archer and, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia and okay. the league which is going away. I know. So sad about that. So, but but
1: really, so FXX doesn't have a whole lot of program. I know, I know they've had more canceled shows than they have successful shows. Yeah. I do know that. Uh, So yeah, I could definitely see them like be like, let's pick it up. But as of right now, no one is interested. So uh, Joel has turned to Kickstarter. And like Sam said, he has set a pretty high goal. And the goal that he is looking for is $2 million. And if he makes the $2 million, <clears throat> excuse me, that will go to pay for a grand total of three fucking episodes. Three. Three
0: episodes. Let's put this in comparison. If somebody decided to give Jeff and I $25,000, we could go to Comic-Con twice and yeah. not spend all of our money. Yeah. And it would be awesome yes we definitely have a
1: good time uh but so three million dollars gets us three new episodes and then he has the ultimate goal of well if we raise 5.5 million dollars we can do 12 episodes and he explains that or doesn't really explain how but just says that like you know once we get that two million all episodes after that will be cost less for production. Let value. me put this
0: in an even greater perspective for you. I think they got the perspective, Sam. Super Troopers Two, the entire fucking movie. Okay, not even quite raised five million dollars. I, I think it raised four point four, and they're going to do a sequel movie. On four point four million dollars, and, and I think it's
1: very safe to say that Super Troopers was a much bigger commercial successful hit than Mystery Science Theater yeah, has so, ever been. God, I mean, Mystery, me, Mystery Science Theater hey, has a huge cult following.
0: Hats off to him. This man is aiming high. Good for him.
1: But but here but here but here but here's the thing that that um um I'm guessing is what happened is the reason why he needs the two million, and then the reason why. Uh, episodes at once he reaches the 2 million episodes after that would be cheaper to produce is I'm guessing is he doesn't have the original set is he's or he's got to pay some set. rights
0: to like some of these films that he wants to well
1: make. know because a lot of these films are all are uh, are are old and in the free domain uh, era but um, I think I think it's like he may not have the set and that's what the majority of that two million is going to go towards is rebuilding the set because the, you know, because, because the whole purpose of the show is like, you know, if you listen to riff tracks, <laughs> you just start the MP3 file uh, and then you seek up with the movie. And then it just goes through the whole movie where it, on mystery science theater is what they would do is they would have little skits that, were in the same that were dealing with the same sort of theme that was happening in the movie and sometimes directly related to the movie and uh and so like they would watch the movie and then they would leave the theater because oh the projection you know machine just like you know caught on fire so okay uh we're gonna have to pause the movie and then they go do a sketch okay now the sketch is over the machine's fixed let's get back into the movie so they intercut the movie uh, with with different with sketches on the TV show, and that's really what's difference between the TV show and riff tracks is. Uh, so they have they need those set pieces that I have a feeling he doesn't have. I don't think he's even gonna raise the two million. Uh, I looked at the Kickstarter before we started recording. He has a little over six hundred thousand dollars. He still got thirty one days. Still got 31 days left on the campaign. i
0: say you reached his two million goal.
1: He might make the he, but then that, but he's already said that's only three episodes, and it's like two million, three episodes. Like, and then what are we done? Is there you know, are you going to try to you parlay these into something else? Like, you know, what we, you know? What's going to happen after these three episodes? I mean, you know, just a lot of questions. I like you said, Sam is it does hold uh, it. it, I grew up on it. I would like to see it come back.
0: I would love to see it,
1: but like also trying to be realistic here. And like, you know, while it is a cult classic is like, (laughs) you know, it's hard. It's really hard to get cult classics back from the dead, you know, is because what makes them a cult classic is the fact that they weren't a mainstream success. And when you're not a mainstream success, you know, why are you mainstream? Because everybody knows about you. Cult classic not everyone knows about you. So, uh, you know, with maybe the exception of firefly. No, oh, yeah. But even then with the, how popular it is, is that really then a cult classic now? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say. So we'll see what happens. Good man. luck to you. Buddy. Yeah. Is Jeff is, and I are rooting for you. Yeah. Is if, if you go to a uh, Kickstarter, uh, just do a search for uh, mystery science theater, And, uh, it'll pop up and you can watch his little video and check out and see if there's a donation level you want to give to. Um, so yeah. All right, Sam, you ready to go into new releases? Let's do this. All right. All right, this is part of the show where we let you know what's new in comics and what's new in theaters. Uh, once a month we do what's new on Netflix, but, uh, God, November kind of sucks for Netflix except for November 20th. Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Uh, but I the week off from work. I will be marathoning. Oh, I was like, you took the week off, but then yeah. I realized, like, no, that's Thanksgiving week. And, yeah, and, and, I get that week and, off. And, yeah, due to uh, your job, you get the entire fucking week off while some of us have to work on Thanksgiving Day and then use vacation days to get the other half of the week off. Dick.
0: Jeff's not bitter at all. Dick. All right. All right. Uh,
1: So, as usual, Sam, start things off. What do we have going on? I'm just going to go out on a limb, starting with Marvel. Yes, on the Marvel side of things. I'm just curious. Are you ever going to, like, switch it up and I'm going to be like, all right, Sam, what's coming out with Marvel? And you'll be like, nope. DC first, bitch. Like, ever going to do that? I'll, I'll throw somebody a curveball someday. So... I'm somebody. I'm the somebody. Sam like you make it sound like there's so many people in this room. Uh no, it's you and I, buddy. Like you got a mouse in your pocket or something? <laughs> all right. All right. What's no, going on? No, I'm just happy Marvel? to see you. Yeah, I would be happy to see me too, man. I'm a fucking good looking dude.
0: <laughs> We're not gonna get into that. All right. Uh <laughs> fuck you. We got Spider-Man twenty ninety nine number three. Basically what happens is Miguel O'Hara is from twenty ninety nine. He was the Spider-Man of twenty ninety nine. He got thrown back in time. He has a device that allows him to see the future of 2099. He finds out it's wrecked. He's trying to fix it in the past. He has a pregnant girlfriend who he was just about to propose to when a robot driving a Jeep full of bombs crashes into his restaurant, blows him up. He tracks down the robot's manufacturer to a man named Dr. Kronos, and Dr. Kronos and him are about to be engaged in one of those classic supervillain battles. You killed my lover. Damn you. I want your fucking head. So, if you're a fan of this character like I am, you think he's a badass. Check out Spider-Man 2099, number three. Okay. All right. Also, we have Wolverine number one, but this isn't the Wolverine that you think.
1: This is the uh, female Wolverine,
0: right? Laura Kinney embraces her destiny. Here comes Wolverine X23. Was created to be a weapon, and for a time, that's all she was. But with the help of her mentor Logan, the original Wolverine, she escaped the dark past. Tragically, Logan has fallen, but Laura will continue in his footsteps as a hero Recent events have her doing everything in her power to keep those around her alive as violent forces are helping on mutual destruction Wow, so, yeah, sounds like a pretty cool premise It does it does all right this Fuck it flipping on over to the pages of DC. <laughs> I like these guys. Oh this God. is why I, this oh is why I talk God. about him. it's not Aquaman. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. This is Red Hood and Arsenal It's Green Arrow's old sidekick and the Robin that got killed off by a fan vote but came back Wait say that again. It's Green Arrow's uh, Drug addicted ex-partner Okay, and a Robin that like the fans could have voted to live or have killed off and they voted to have him killed off Okay, and then he came back as um, Arsenal Or Red Hood, sorry, Red Hood,
1: dude. That's kind of bullshit. I didn't realize that was. I didn't. I remember a while ago you telling me that uh that DC was doing this where they're gonna let fans decide if Robin uh, got killed or this
0: head back way long ago. Yeah, this is back in like the 90s.
1: No, I thought they had another. No, I said uh, I
0: said they should do that with the current Damian Wayne. Oh, okay, then no, then then never mind. But yeah, so I like these characters. So Roy and Jason have been through a lot with their new startup business and therapy sessions to vent a few grievances. Seems like just what the doctor ordered. Too bad Sarah Fina and her team of villains are finally assembled and ready to launch their attack. Can these two heroes fend it off and keep the team together? Jeff? Oh. Um, you know what I'm going to say here? Uh, you're going to so have, have to, to tune... Re- oh, not- read
1: to find out. Not tune in next week and Sam will tell you.
0: Uh, And then also just another personal favorite character. uh, Constantine the Hellblazer, number six. Now, is this Hellblazer or is this Constantine? No. Look, the Hellblazer series. No, no, no. Ended. No. no, uh, Hold on. uh, Just hear me out here. Because
1: it was the longest-running. Fucking rebranded
0: it now as Constantine. But in case people forget, they're calling it now Constantine the Hellblazer.
1: But no, no. But isn't the original Hellblazer still going on with the original storyline of Constantine? And now he's like in his like fifties and sixties. No.
0: That that ended. Yeah, that ended when they when they reset the the DC universe. And now he's a young man again. No, well,
1: because 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 they reset the DC Universe before we started doing the show. B- before we started doing this show. And I remember that on one of the very early shows we talked about... Well, then, uh, since
0: then, they have ended the Hellblazer series, I guarantee you. And they have relaunched it now as Constantine the Hellblazer...
1: Okay, all right. I'm trying to do do your research. um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read this keep keep going
0: New York, New York It's one hell of a town John Constantine returns beaten and broken from his English excursion to find his adopted American home in magical peril a mysterious plot is building in the mystic underbelly of New York City Demons imps monsters fairies are running rampant and only Hellblazer can save the Big Apple from an infernal takeover But does he even want to?
1: Son
0: of a bitch. What? Am I right? Am I right, Jeff? Did I just prove that I'm an awesome nerd? A
1: geek? Yeah, the original Hellblazer series ended in 2013 with a 300th issue release.
0: Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, <laughs> suck it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No. Uh, Vindication, uh, it feels good. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, so. Jeff, yeah. what's coming out? Oh, well, sorry. What do we got on the image side of things?
1: Yeah, you're about to say independent side, and I was gonna have to correct you again. Uh, all right, so we got uh, we got three comics with some gr- uh, two new ones and one great jumping on point. Uh, but real quick, uh, personal favorite of mine, uh, back with a new story arc. It's new story arc, but I don't, I wouldn't call it a jumping on point. Uh, birthright number eleven is out this week. Uh, if uh, God, just go pick up volumes one and two amazing amazing uh comic book uh, that's out all right so uh first off we got two new uh new uh comics coming out this week first up we got the new comic limbo limbo number one is out this week a detective with no memory no identity and no manners a femme fatale seeking escape from a powerful crime lord a voodoo queen with a penchant of mixtapes and high tops and a goat eating TV. Fuck if I know?
0: It looks cool because the artwork on the cover shows like a mummy wrapped hand yeah. grabbing like a uh, yes. a cassette tape.
1: So all these things take place in a little city that Sam and I have decided to call Dead and-, and Andy. Is that what? Is that how we said it? Like you and I both looked at it like, what the fuck? Like, sure, go for it, Jeff. Yeah, like Dead Dead Andy City. That's how we're going to say Andy. What? How'd you say De Andy? De Andy. Okay. Let's go with that. Uh, dead Andy. Dead Andy. Okay. Yes. I, I'm trying to fucking move on from it now, Sam. <laughs> All right. Uh, so welcome to dead Andy city where people uh, where good. People check under their beds at night and reality is never quite what it seems. A new surreal neon noir series crossing fifties pulp with an eighties VHS visual as- uh, aesthetic. So, that's cool. 50s Noir with the look of the 80s uh, that that seems pretty interesting. So uh, Limbo number one is out this week. Also, this is one I'm really excited for. All right. And all right, this is going to be a good one. And the earth was filled with violence. Genesis 611.
0: You just like the title. Yeah. You like saying this word. It,
1: it, it, it's a fun title. Let me, don't, don't fucking ruin it for me, Sam. It's the year 1000. Uh, okay. Sorry. It's been uh, 1655 years after Eden, after Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden of Eden. All right. Well, no shit. Well, some people don't follow religion, Sam. All right. And so, you know, some of them might not know what Eden is anyways. It's been uh, 1,655 years since Eden, and life on Earth has already gone to hell. The world of man is a place of wanton cruelty and wickedness. Uh, Prehistoric monsters and Stone Age... uh, Stone Age... Oh, my God. God damn it, Sam. We went over this word, too. Marauders. There it is. Marauders roam the land. Murder and destruction are, uh, are the rule of the day. Humankind is a failed experiment. The uh, this is life before the flood, Noah's Ark people. That's what he's talking about. Watch the Russell Crowe movie. I heard it was really good. No, I didn't. I heard it sucked dick. So I heard it was yeah no, terrible. No, no, like I heard like no one Awful. was pleased. Like Christians didn't like it because it wasn't uh, according to them wasn't a rep, uh, accurate representation. And then even movie fans were just like, no, it just sucks. Uh, okay, so this is life before the flood. Uh, the story of man on the verge of his first apocalypse. Welcome to the world of the goddamned. Uh goddamned number 1 is out this week. Uh oh sorry, the goddamned is out this week. It's just, it's a cool story about like prehistoric monsters and uh the bullshit on if the mo-
0: title wasn't what it was, no, you wouldn't be no, interested. No, that is
1: totally unfair because I'm also looking at the artwork cover and the artwork cover looks amazing. Is uh is I'll show it to you. You know what Sam not everyone is, uh, against, uh, against religion. Sam, I really wish you would just, uh, stop with your, you know, (laughs) fuck. What was that thing that they did that was really bad that killed everybody? Inquisition. Right. I don't know. Not up on my, not up on my biblical history. Anyways, let's move on. Now. This one has been out for a while, but this we do have a new story arc and it is actually a, uh, from what, uh, from what the author is saying is you can actually jump on, uh, to the comic at this point and be, and fully understand what's going on. So new story arc in Descender. Holy shit, dude. This is like the breakthrough comic of like, it's been hugely popular. Uh, So, Tim21's adventures continue as a mysterious figure from his past emerges and sends shockwaves through the galaxy. And for those of you who like to collect things, there is a variant cover B that is a 3D cover. And it looks like you'll need the old school 3D uh, glasses with the uh, red and blue.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. Just making sure.
1: I'm used to the real D3D, bro. I keep up with the times. Don't live in the past.
0: Back to the Future, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All wore those. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, Marty McFly didn't wear them. No, one of
0: Biff's gang members wore
1: them. I'm sorry if I didn't pay attention to Biff's gang because they were the bad guys, and I was more interested in seeing what Marty was going to do. Fuck. I hate you so much, Sam. All right, let's move over to movies. Uh, got to say like a lot of movies are being released that I haven't seen fucking dick for previews is so first up this week is uh the 33 this is the movie based off of the 33 Chilean miners
0: what so the only thing i remember about the 33 Chilean miners besides yes they all survived yay and that, but, like, they got brought up in that really weird elevator. But one of them had a mistress and a wife that were both waiting for him.
1: Yes, I totally remember that. <laughs> and, there was a
0: fight that broke out yeah, at the vigil. Yeah, at the vigil. That was
1: fucking awesome.
0: I just want to know are they going to tell that part of the story?
1: Well, like, that also goes to prove that, like, just because you survive something like this doesn't make you a good person. Yeah. Like, because, like, you're making this movie and you want to portray these 33 miners as heroes. But obviously, as we know, one of them's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Right? Yes, I completely forgot about that. No,
0: that's all. That's all I think about is at the end we're gonna see these men coming up and like this heroic music all sudden You see like two women screaming at each other. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, so uh, the 33 is out this week. The only actor in it that I recognize is uh, Antonio Banderas. All right, moving on over. Sam, getting to that time of year, starting to get the Christmas releases. Oh, Yeah,
0: the Oscar and the and the holiday films. Yes, that's
1: right. And uh, all right. One holiday film coming out this week oh, is. Oh yeah,
0: do you think people do this just because they need money or to like keep their sad cards for a year? Because every year I see some sort of celebrity cast filled. Yeah, this is holiday a movie.
1: Big cast, big name cast. Haven't None seen. Never do that well. And haven't seen. But I also haven't seen shit in the way
0: of previews for this. I uh, have on TV recently.
1: Uh, for this one, I'm talking about uh, Love the Coopers. Yeah. Okay, so here's the premise of this. Uh, When four generations of the Cooper clan come together for their annual Christmas Eve celebration, a series of unexpected visitors and unlikely events turn the night upside down, leading them all towards a surprising rediscovery of family uh, bonds and the spirit of the holiday. So, and it's, it's a comedy uh, and it stars Diane Keaton, John Goodman, Ed Helms, an Alexis Borstein, I believe, is how you say her name. She was on Matt TV. Does the low uh, the does the voice of Lois Griffin?
0: Sure, it's not Alex.
1: Yeah, what I say, Alexis. Oh, sorry, you're absolutely right. It is Alex. You're absolutely right, <laughs> Alex uh, Borstein. Oh, uh, the other. So if you don't rec- so you you'll definitely recognize her voice from Family Guy. But if you don't recognize the face, if you saw Ted when uh Mark Wahlberg's character when he was the little kid uh, oh, yeah. she, she was, was she's mom yeah yeah she was she was uh, the mom in the kitchen. All right and then finally uh, coming out this week, a movie that I just saw a preview for uh, the other night and I gotta say the write up on um, on IMDB is kind of different than what I took out of watching the preview. So first up uh, the write up on I oh the movie is uh, by the sea. Is so. uh, First up, uh, the the write up on IMDb is set in France. Set in France. Set in San. Oh, sorry, France. I thought that was France. This is set in France. Yes, not San Francisco. All right, that's why I couldn't say that properly. Set in France during the mid '70s, uh, Vanessa, a former dancer, and her husband Roland, an American writer, travel the country together. They seem to be growing apart, but when they linger in one quiet seaside town, they begin to draw close to some of the more vibrant inebriates, at, such as the local bar slash cafe keeper and hotel owner. Um, here, is, and, uh, here is my takeaway from what I saw in the preview. Um, dude's beating on his wife. That's what I got. There is that's depressing that they're married and there's definitely a scene where the husband's beating the wife. Now, here's the other thing that I find interesting. This movie, written and directed by Angelina Jolie, and also in the preview.
0: Oh, this is like the weird on. Brad Pitt Angelina one, man. Yeah,
1: is so yeah, is that was the other thing I was that that's where I was leading up to. Written and directed by Angelina Jolie, starring Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. And they're playing a married couple. So essentially, Angelina Jolie wrote a movie where her fictionalized husband is beating the shit out of her fictionalized character being played by her real-life husband.
0: This is not one time art is going to imitate life.
1: I hope not. Jesus. Like, th- I, just, I just also find it weird that it's like, Oh hey honey, I wrote this movie where this guy beats the shit out of his wife. I'm going to play the wife. I would really like you to play the husband.
0: You think that's weird for Angelina Jolie? Touche.
1: Touche.
0: Woman once had a vial of Billy Bob Thornton's blood around her neck and they fucked in the back of a limo on the way to the Oscars. Yeah.
1: Touche. <laughs> Touche. All right, so uh City by th- Oh, but here's the weird thing on the preview. Uh Angelina Jolie added Pitt to her name is it said it said starring Brad Pitt and Anna, Anna Angelina Jolie Pitt written and directed by Angelina Jolie Pitt. So she started adding Pitt to her to her, uh, to her uh, credit, which yeah. I just I was like, i would never seen that before. Like, I'd never seen her do that. And I, I thought she always also seemed like the type that was like, I don't need to do this. I got my own name to play off of. Uh, all right, so that's what's coming out this week in movies. Sam, you got anything for? Oh shit, I forgot.
0: I got one. What do you got? <sighs> Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan has been cast as the infamous villain Negan or Nagan on the Walking Dead TV series. Yeah,
1: I'm still not 100 percent sure how to say his name because, as you've just seen, like I can't pronounce words. It's N E G A N. Yeah, I think it's. I almost want to say it's also like maybe pronounced Night Jean. Like there's an I sound in there, but. <laughs> Like I said, not I'm, the best. I'm
0: excited. With- I support this actor. He was in Watchmen Losers. He was on Supernatural, yeah, my personal he, favorite.
1: Yeah, he was the really bad guy in Watchmen. Yeah,
0: he was a comedian. Yeah. Uh, he's been on Grey's Anatomy. Was he also in uh, Red, the movie? No. With uh No, no you're right. You're right. He, he was on Grey's Anatomy. He's currently on The Good Wife on CBS.
1: Yeah, if uh, you're a Walking Dead fan and you are just watching the TV show and you're not reading the comics, uh, his story arc is already over in the comics, uh, but all I'm going to say is... Uh, Bad dude? Yeah, if you thought the governor was a big piece of shit, um, you ain't seen nothing yet. It is This guy definitely rivals the governor in badness. Uh, so that's all we got for this week's show. We wanted to uh, thank you again for tuning in and listening uh, every week. Uh, please tell your friends about the show. They can find the show... Uh, in iTunes and if they don't have iTunes, Podcast Republic Podcast Addict for you Android users. Uh, If you are listening to us through uh, iTunes please uh, rate and uh, comment on the show that really helps us out and uh, yes Sam?
0: Uh, tomorrow when you're hearing the show, it's veterans day and my comic life just wants to give a shout out to all the veterans out there. We thank you for protecting us yes, and keeping us safe. Go,
1: go on Facebook because I've seen posts all over the place of, uh, different restaurants that are, uh, that are giving away free food or free meals to, uh, veterans. Uh, we support de- our vets they on they my comic life that. Uh, and then, uh, so here so, yes, so yes, podcast, Republic podcast, attic rate us and comment on iTunes. Um, what else do we need to say? Facebook, uh, do a search for my comic life. We're so Facebook. close to
0: 600 likes. Come on. People. I know. I know. Like we're, we're at 594. Like, I, I
1: can Yeah. We're at 594. And then it's like plus one new luck. Okay. We're at 595. No. Cause you also lost one. Fuck. Okay. So yeah, no,
0: like this week it said plus three likes, but I haven't seen our numbers go up. from 594. Be- and I'm that's just-
1: because we lost some. So, so we're, we're maintaining, but I really want Sam to buy me
0: that big ass bottle of expensive Don Perry on. Uh, Yeah, you said Crystal or Dom. One of the two. Uh, If you don't know, back when we started this show, I was like, Jeff, I solemnly swear if we ever reach a 1,000 likes, I will get us a bottle of Dom or Crystal. Your choice. We will crack it, and we will have a good night. I uh, still
1: don't think you've looked up the price of how much those bottles of uh, champagne cost because you have not tried to back away from that. So Nope. You might want to Google that and look at how much exactly a fucking bottle that shit costs.
0: Nope. Who wants to see me empty out my wallet? Let's go. Um, Yeah. Okay. Save that for off air.
1: Anyways. Uh, all right. So we, what, Sammy got me off my track. We Instagram
0: did, podcast, Facebook page. Yes. iTunes. Uh, yes, we did. If iTunes. If they don't have podcast, iTunes. They can get us on podcast Republic. Yeah.
1: Twitter and Instagram. Our handle on there is at my comic underscore life. Check out, all the great Next Wave radio shows. You can do that by either going to nextwave radio.com, which, by the way, also you can download our shows directly from the website. There is a little download link from there, uh, so you can also get it that way. But uh, we also, uh, and if you're in iTunes, you can also just search Next Wave Space Radio. That will pop us up. That will pop up the guys over at MVP. They do sports. Uh, got We got some big – I'm so excited uh, about some of the stuff we're doing with MVP. I don't want to say anything yet because uh, we haven't officially announced it yet. But just if you're a sports fan, we got some – especially if you're a WWE fan, we got some really fucking exciting shit going on with them. So you definitely want to check out uh, MVP's podcast. Uh, If if you're also into movies and, like, really criticizing movies, you know, you want to hear in-depth stuff about it check out the guys over at the editing bay uh, they talk about movies sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad sometimes they're misunderstood and miss gems that need a little light shed on them uh, this past week uh, what did they do oh yeah this past week they did uh they celebrated Joe's birthday and they did a uh, 16 candles uh, John Hughes 16 candles which was a good episode it's always a good episode when uh, Joe and Joel don't fully agree and uh, just to give a little preview Joe didn't think it uh, held up over the years is a uh, thought after going back and watching it with a critical eye, it had some, uh, had some issues with it.
0: I haven't seen it.
1: I haven't either. I got a DVR though. Okay. I, I mean, I saw breakfast club.
0: Yeah. I've, I, I saw breakfast club. I saw pretty in pink. I didn't see that one. I saw, saw Bref- Ferris Bueller. I saw Ferris Bueller. I've seen a lot of those John Hughes classics. Yeah.
1: I haven't pretty
0: in pink. Yeah. Okay.
1: I've seen enough scenes like previewed on TV where like I know the famous scene, so when it's par- when it's parodied, I get the joke. But I haven't watched the whole thing, uh, so yeah. So that's up uh, for this week. Uh, once again, we just want to truly thank you just for uh, for listening and uh, and telling your friends about the show and about the Facebook page and uh, and all that stuff. All right, Sam, go ahead, close this out. Close this out for this week.
0: Ditch the herd, be a nerd, stay strong out there, my friends.